Hey, welcome to the Kelly Cotrera Show. It is Monday, July 25th. It's the second day of the Pope's visit uh, to Canada. This is the fourth Pope to land on Canadian shores. And uh, he is uh, basically doing a, a penitent tour. He's saying sorry to the Indigenous people for the years of trauma caused by the residential schools. Uh, Dr. Gloria Bell joins us. She's an art history professor at McGill and fellow at the American Academy in Rome. She is also of Métis ancestry and is completing a book about an expo at the Vatican in 1925 that um, featured indigenous artifacts. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Dr. Bell. I've been trying to get you on the show for a couple of months, so this is great. Yes, thank you so much. Actually, I just got back to Turtle Island um, uh, last week after almost uh, uh, 11 months away. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Thank you. Wow. Well, it's nice to have you back. Um, So Indigenous groups, of course, seeking more than just words with the Pope's visit. They're hoping Mm -hmm. maybe for access to church archives to find out what happened to their kids that never came home from the residential schools. They also would like uh, financial reparations. I mean, fingers crossed on that. But there is the the return of Indigenous artifacts held by the Vatican Museums. What can you tell us about a specific area of the Vatican Museum? And I may botch this, but it's called the Anima Mundi Ethnological Museum. What is in that area of the Vatican Museum? Yes, yeah, so um, so that's a current exhibition that's based on the 1925 Vatican Missionary Exhibition. So in the early 1920s, Pope Pius IX set, sent out these um, this call basically to missionaries around the world to send in anything and everything related to Indigenous life and sacred uh, cultural belongings and secular belongings. Um, and then in the collections today, we still have everything from Haudenosaunee wampum belts to Cree beaded moccasins. Um, there's Anishinaabe Great Lakes octopus bags, Navajo textiles. Um, there's also a statue of Mohawk Saint Kateri Tekawitha. So there's a real diversity of <clears throat> cultural belongings that are still in the collections today based on that historical exhibition. And were you, correct me if I'm wrong, but were you uh, part of uh, the group of uh, Indigenous people that went to Rome uh, to talk to the Pope? No, I was already doing research in Rome, but I was just sort of supporting um, from a distance and and documenting what I could. Okay. And when you went into that uh, part of the Vatican and saw the uh, exposition of, of the artifacts, can you speak to uh, how it made you feel as, as um, a Métis? Uh, to see things that were displayed as though they're artworks, but actually have a deeper cultural meaning? Well, it's been a really, actually, it's been a really frustrating process because when you go into this space today, like there's no acknowledgement of Indigenous communities or artisans or makers, and that's sort of like a a colonial um, a colonial effect of like the 1925 Vatican Missionary Exhibition. It's sort of like the space today is sort of a vestige of this colonial exhibition in the 1920s. And yeah, it's been really frustrating um, because the Vatican has been very reticent in terms of working with Indigenous communities and working with scholars. Um, and that needs to change. And I'm hoping that this research and that the current Indigenous activism that's going on will will help push the Vatican for change. I know that some people would say, well, what's the importance of bringing these artifacts back? But many of these artifacts 
don't exist anymore uh, here on Canadian shores. Can you talk about the, I believe it's a kayak that is in the Vatican Museum? Yes, there is a rare Inuit kayak in the museum. Um, it's par- it's one of three, I think, in the world. And so that's of, I mean, it's of immense cultural importance for Inuit communities today. Um, and there's so many cultural belongings that are at the Vatican that need to be returned um, to Indigenous communities across Turtle Island. So, so yeah, I'm really hoping that, you know, moving forward, that the Vatican will be open to working with researchers and Indigenous communities. There's also important um, Indigenous languages, like Indigenous language dictionaries that were collected during this exhibition and then were on display that are still in the Vatican archives today. So I've actually just been talking with someone about that recently. So, yeah, and it is. This is a dialect that that dialects are being lost because, you know, once the language is gone, if you don't have anyone to teach the language, it it can't live on. It's it's uh, it's incredibly important that that you get these these books back. What um, what is the Rome's stance on the Vatican stance on returning these artifacts? Are they saying, well, Well, um, (laughs) it's a great question and it's. They've been very reticent, and to this date, there has been no repatriation of Indigenous cultural belongings to communities. Um, so, they've been very reticent. Um, I've been working in the I've been working in the like around the Vatican collections. Um, I was working this year, and then also in 2016 and 2017. And the colonial narrative is very strong, and so. We'll see if, you know, if they bring in Indigenous, I mean, ideally they would bring in like Indigenous curators to work in the collections and mm-hmm. open them up for Indigenous researchers. We'll see if that happens. They haven't to this point, and it's been almost 100 years since the exhibition happened. So so wait, so you can't just request it to, to go in and see these uh, items and, you know, work on them, study them so that you can, um, you know, have better knowledge of Canadian cultures, you're not allowed to do that. What do they do? They just leave them under glass and say, sorry, you can come in, you can take a little look-see and then move on? Yes. Well, it's part of the bureaucracy of working at the Vatican. Um, So, yeah, that's like the current situation and hopefully it will change. Did you see see anything in the Vatican Museum that you were unaware of uh, in in, existing that was a new piece of uh, artifact that you... Uh, we're unfamiliar with? Um, well, the current displays in the Vatican and the Anima Mundi collection are like one iota of what's actually in the, what's actually in the archives. Um, and then when I was doing research at the Propaganda Fide archive, um, I came across a Passamaquoddy cross and I, I write about that in the Competing Sovereignties article. And I'm not sure if that's still in the collections or if it, if it just hasn't been cared for and then it's kind of disappeared because that's also part of the legacy of these colonial exhibitions is that many of the uh, cultural belongings were not well cared for. And so no longer exist today. So they just kind of, unlike uh, most museum pieces where people walk around with with white gloves and put them hermetically temperature controlled rooms, they seal them away. They file them. They, they just are basically shoving them in a closet and, Closing the door, but you're not allowed to go in there. Uh, yes. Well, it depends. And this is also based on uh, research and conversations I've had with uh, different previous curators at the Vatican. Mm-hmm. So, 
So, yeah, I mean, it is a real reticent space and hopefully that will change. And I'm hoping that this research and this and this papal visit will will make that happen. Does that continue the legacy of trauma, you know, keeping you away from your culture? I mean, just locking it away. Definitely. And also another thing that I found is that um, when I was looking at the Indian Sentinel, which is a publication of the Bureau of Indian Affairs, the missionaries were writing about indigenous children sending in articles for this exhibition. And they were talking about feasting on on these artworks. And so I think that kind of speaks to the colonial legacy of the Indian Act and also sort of the, the current position of the Vatican today. What are the odds of, you know, the Pope saying, okay, uh, we're going to send back your artifacts so that you can truly uh, start to recover um, what we took away from your people? I don't think they're great. Again, the Vatican has been very reticent and there's a lot of colonial bureaucracy. Um, But I think if there was ever a time, it would be now. Mm -hmm. Well, Dr. Bell, I hope that you uh, continue to write about what you have seen, because I think it's important that that we uh, start to do right by our First Nations people and that Rome has to, you know, produce something more than uh, I'm sorry. I, I think it's offensive if they don't. Yes, exactly. And thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for being here and welcome back. Dr. Gloria Bell is an art history professor at McGill and fellow at the American Academy in Rome, talking about some of the artifacts that still remain in the Vatican and no word on if they're coming home, but it would certainly would be nice to help people find out about their culture by allowing them to actually see the artifacts that were a pivotal part of their culture. Maybe they could recover some of it.